At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hey, we're off and running on a Monday night, live from the Circus Sportsbook. It is the nightcap. Scott Seidenberg flying in from the Big Apple. Tim Murray with you for the next three hours. A lot to get to on the eve of the NBA Finals, Scott. And we are one period away, maybe, from Lord Stanley Cup being hoisted once again by the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is one-to-one after two periods. And, Scott, both you and I think... Uh, we're, we're thinking like the mayor of Tampa. She said, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but wouldn't it be nice if the Lightning came back home and won the Stanley Cup? I know earlier today, filling in for uh, Danny Burke, you mm-hmm. said you like the Canadiens. I didn't play this pre uh, before the game. Canadians go up one nothing. Lightning do tie it. And I said, you know what? Plus 125. Give one to the Habs. Yeah, I rolled with you on that bet. Because I, <laughs> before the game, Don't I liked... Don't blame me, though, if yeah. it loses. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the Canadians to win. Uh, we all know that the Lightning are going to win this series, right? Uh, teams that go up 3-0 in the Stanley Cup final, 26-1, and I believe. It's, it's unbelievable, the, the percentage of winning this series. But... The Lightning have lost five games this postseason, two of which came in potential closeout games. So they've had trouble closing out series, and I expected the Canadiens to fight and win on home ice at the Bell Center, take the series back to Tampa, where the Lightning would win on home ice. Also, there's a little bit of an intangible factor here, right? The Lightning won the Cup last season in a bubble. No fans in attendance, no real celebration, and now they have an opportunity to hoist the cup in front of their home fans. They could celebrate together. They could have the parade. It'll be a big party in Tampa. They want to win it at home. I think the Canadians get it here in the third period. Yeah, let's see. Uh, one-to-one, and uh, the Habs 
scored their first goal on just their sh- their second shot of the night, Scott, and that came uh, in the first period. Uh, but the Tampa Bay Lightning do counter, and uh, uh, Barclay Goudreau scores uh, with 2.40 to go in the second period to even this thing up. Josh Anderson scored your game's first goal uh, assist from Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. So one-to-one after two periods down, or I shouldn't say down, up north of the border <laughs> in, uh, in Montreal at the Bell Center tonight. So we'll keep you posted on Lightning and Canadians. Obviously a lot tonight we will discuss with uh, the NBA Finals coming up on uh, Tuesday night with the Bucks taking on the Phoenix Suns. Giannis, of course, is there. We don't know the uh, the likelihood of him playing. My hunch right now, we'll, we'll save this for a little bit later, but my hunch would say he uh, he does not get the nod. Uh, we do have one baseball game left on the card, and it's actually a game that I bet, and I'm betting against my team in the Washington Nationals. Just a horrific weekend. It's funny, when you when you take a step back, the Nats are 14-7 and seven over the last 21. That's pretty good, Scott. Sounds good. Well, they just lost four in a row to the Dodgers. They got mm. swept at home. They are uh, just destroyed, decimated with injuries. Trey Turner is back in the lineup, which is a positive. Jan Gomes, who missed Sunday's game, back in the lineup for the Nats. But you got John Lester going up against Joe Musgrove. And Lester kind of waiting for him to just implode. And uh, his ERA has continued to, to go north against that lineup. In San Diego, uh, you got to go run line in this one. I, I grabbed it at minus 128. It's bumped up a little bit. So I'm going against my hometown team. So you know what's going to happen. My team, my, my favorite team, will lose, but they'll find a way, Scott, to lose by one run. Yeah. And, that, and that's how this That's how this could this this play could go so, so horrible. Yeah, it'll sting twice for Exactly. You. Yeah. But no, it's the right play to go with the run line. The money line is just too highly juiced for the Padres at minus 250, so you want to go with them on the run line here against a team that has struggled, albeit it was against the Dodgers, and everybody seems to struggle against the Dodgers. But if you're looking at the pitching matchup, you obviously give the lean to Musgrove over Lester. You look at the lineup, you give the lean to the Padres over the Nationals. Uh, You know, this Nationals team was hot for for a good stretch, but they have come back down to earth. Big reason for that was Kyle Schwarber, who's on the IL right now with a significant hamstring injury. So uh, we will see. We'll have a, a little little uh, action going on here in uh, just a minute with uh, Padres and Nationals. Uh, we'll get updated on a play that you gave out on Danny's show as well. Uh, you tweeted it out uh, also with the uh, Red Sox and Angels. But what do you say we start this show off and rolling? It is the Nightcap. That's Scott Seidenberg. I'm Tim Murray. Here we go, live from the Circus Sportsbook. And here we go. It is the nightcap on a Monday off a holiday weekend. Hope everyone had a great 4th of July. I tell you what, Scott, I've, this is my first 4th of July in Las Vegas. I live in Henderson, so south of the Strip. Mm-hmm. And uh, right where my neighborhood is, we walked out to uh, an area, and we were just high enough where it was, it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen, where you just look out at the entire city. Vegas is like a bowl, right? Yep. You could see everything, and... Just fireworks shows all over the place. Obviously, yeah. obviously, you had the main one going off at the Strip, and then mm-hmm. downtown Las Vegas, where we sit right now. But you know, over in Summerlin, over in Southern High, all over the place. It was, it was one of the neater things that I've seen. Look, I've seen 
upwards of a million fireworks shows mm-hmm. being in minor league baseball for five years. <laughs> it's every other night. Every Friday in the summer. And, and usually, uh, Scott, it takes a lot to impress me with fireworks shows, mm-hmm. but just seeing them all over the place, it was uh, it was something else. Now, my son is four, so he was not thrilled by the sound, and he had the mm, headphones on. Okay, okay. Uh, but still, uh, pretty cool, and... Uh, First, uh, first July Fourth in Vegas was uh, was was certainly a success. How about yourself? Coming, you flew in. Did you fly in last night? No, I flew in this okay. morning. But I've spent Fourth of July in Vegas probably it was five years in a row before COVID. Wow. Because uh, it is a birthday weekend for both myself and my brother and ah, America. Very good, yeah. Uh, so I'm the second, he's the fourth, and America the fourth as well. I saw so, the fourth as well. So I've been out here uh, for Fourth of July many, many, many times. And whether it's the fireworks at Green Valley Ranch or yeah. it's uh, on the Strip or in Summerlin, they're they're, all, they're incredible here. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, certainly a sight to enjoy. And and uh, Derek was talking about it on Friday's show how it was. Uh, Two years worth of fireworks. It was yeah, pent yeah. up. We didn't use them last year. We're using them all tonight. So uh, it was uh, it was certainly a great scene and uh, good to be back in. We got the NBA Finals tomorrow. It's funny, you know, the way that the schedule has has played out with with COVID, you know, still lingering around and and you know us having the bubble for the NHL and the NBA last year. It's kind of nice. On July fifth, we've still got Stanley Cup Final. NBA Finals haven't even started yet, so usually this is the uh, the dog days of summer. But we've mm-hmm. got the two biggest events in hockey and NBA. You know, hockey one to one after two periods with the Canadiens and the Lightning. Lightning tried to sweep Montreal north of the border here tonight, and then the NBA Finals, which I know there might be some people out there not super jazzed about the Bucks and Suns. I'm actually pretty intrigued by this series. Now, I know Giannis is is banged up. Uh, I, my my suspicion, and this is pure speculation, but just kind of reading the tea leaves, I don't think he plays tomorrow night. I would agree. But I do think he, I think he has a chance to play game two, mm-hmm. definitely game three. And then the the way this, the, the series is structured, Scott, where you have, you know, game one on Tuesday night, game two on Thursday night, then game three on Sunday, then game four is on Wednesday, yep. then it's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Now you're starting to spread it out, and I think you're going to see a, a fully healthy, or as close as you can get, Giannis by, let's say, game three or four. Yeah, I would agree, and that's why it's very interesting when you look at this series. Uh, the storylines are there, obviously, with Chris Paul, yep. and I think that the betting public, if you will, would be on the Phoenix Suns for that reason. You know, they are probably the more publicly liked team, if you will. Yeah, the Bucks are a nice story. They've been very good. They have Giannis, but Giannis is not exactly... He's a superstar, but he's not a superstar, if that makes sense. Uh, he's not the household superstar. It's hard to pronounce his last name. Not many people <laughs> recognize him. Uh, Chris Paul is that star. Devin Booker is that star. So the star power, despite the MVPs for Giannis... I believe, goes towards the Phoenix Suns. And you look at the way the Suns team has played, whether it was the undefeated run in the bubble last year, the dominance at home this year, disposing of the Lakers. And, yes, some people might say that this Suns team got through an injured Lakers team, no AD, hurt LeBron, no Kawhi. For no the Jamal Clippers, Murray. No Jamal Murray. So, you know, they put a little asterisk on this run yeah. for them. No, I don't I don't agree with that because this is a team that won 50-somewhat games, 51 games in the yep. regular season. They are incredible at home. 
And that's where the advantage comes into play here for game one of the NBA Finals, and I think this series for the NBA Finals. Some staggering numbers here, Tim. Home teams in game one of the NBA Finals since the 02-03 season, 16-2 straight up, 15-3 against the spread. Now, you want to add in the fact that the schedule has played a role here and there's been some off days. Mm -hmm. How about home teams in game one of the NBA Finals with more than two days rest? Since that same time period, like 2004, 13-0 against the spread wow. and straight up. Yeah, right now you look at the number and Phoenix here at Circa laying five. Most spots five and a half. Uh, even a rogue six out there uh, if you like Milwaukee. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest, you know, looking at, at game one, uh, I, I don't have a, a strong feel one way or the other for side, uh, but I, I do like the total. And I like the over, and the big reason is no Giannis. And mm. you would think, okay, no Giannis. And we talked about this you know, quite a bit on Friday's show, which was no Giannis means a better chance for the over. You would think it's the opposite because of Giannis' scoring prowess. But you have to remember, this dude is a defensive player of the year. Yeah. Their metrics is JVT, and make sure to read his, uh, his write-up of the series, tremendous work at vcin.com. But as Jonathan Von Tobel you know, wrote about and has, has really t- discussed, Scott, since losing Giannis in those two games against uh, against the Hawks, both games went over the total. Game five, game six went over the total and with relative comfort. So I played it at 217. It's up to 218 and a half. And I think, you know, one thing, though, that, that I think uh, Zach Lowe talked about in his podcast is everyone's going to bring up, oh, the drop coverage on pick and rolls from Milwaukee, and that's what they do, and that's where they're going to get destroyed. Actually, what was pointed out in his podcast was that since Giannis has left, they've only dropped about 9% of the time. Mm. So, and especially going up against a team like the Suns, who just lives. I mean, Chris Paul, I don't think misses a mid-range jumper. I mean, he is, <laughs> he might be the greatest mid-range jump shooter of all time. That guy, I swear, is shooting 97% from, from the mid-range. So they're going to try to take advantage of that pick and roll. But I think this is going to be an up-tempo type of game. Uh, Milwaukee, I think, is, you know, they'll play to their strengths, which is get out and go uh, without Giannis. They're not... Their, their strength isn't their defense. So I did look at the total. I, I did play a little bit on uh, over 217. Um, and I think Phoenix does win this series. I just think they're a little bit of a deeper team. And something that hasn't been brought up, Scott, is you, know, you talk about the injuries, right? And that this isn't a household name or a star by any stretch of the imagination. And he's been missing the entire postseason for Milwaukee. But Dante DiVincenzo is going to be missed mm. significantly in this series just because it's another solid defensive player. Yeah, he's a 3 and D guy. Right, and you could throw him out there mm-hmm. on a on a very, very strong guard-oriented Phoenix team that, as we see, can come at you with droves off the bench of, you know, campaign and, uh, you know. So I just think Dante DiVincenzo, yes, they're going to miss Giannis, but I think he'll be back at some point. Uh-huh. The loss of DiVincenzo is going to hurt in this series, just depth-wise. Well, speaking of 3 and D guys, and this is why I talked about this ad nauseum, why I love the Phoenix Suns and their roster construction. You look right away at their backcourt, right? Booker and, and Chris Paul, they're going to be have an advantage over any backcourt sure. that you match them up with uh, in the NBA. But now you throw in some 3 and D guys like a Jay Crowder, like a Michael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton living up to the hype. I I just love the way this team is constructed, and I think regardless of whether Giannis is on the court or not, I think they are are the better team. You mentioned them being deeper. I think their rotations are better, and I think they are the more talented overall team than the Milwaukee Bucks. But I think there's a better way to bet this series than to bet the Suns to win. 
So the Suns right now to win this series is minus 200. Yep. So you can lay the 200 to win 100 to win the series. Sure, you could take a look at the game props, right? Suns in four, Suns in five, Suns in six, whatever you want to do. I think the correlation bet is the way to go here. If you feel the Suns are going to win this series, which I strongly do, the bet to make here is Chris Paul to win the Most Valuable Player Award. At plus 175, Chris Paul is obviously the favorite, but he's got all the storylines in his favor to be voted the most valuable player of these NBA Finals. Keyword value. Because mm-hmm. Devin Booker might be the most outstanding player in these NBA Finals. He'll, he'll certainly have the stats to earn himself votes to win this award. But with Chris Paul making it to his first NBA Finals, the future Hall of Famer, everyone's going to be voting for him. If the Suns win this series, I find it hard to believe that anybody besides Chris Paul is winning the Most Valuable Player Award. So rather than go minus 200, Tim, I'll take the plus 175. Yeah, it's it's so funny because we've we've had these props out there for quite some time, right? And And obviously, as the Suns have made this run, the odds have dwindled. And up until now, Scott... Devin Booker has been a hot, has had shorter odds than Chris Paul, hmm. and we've been saying it on this show. And I did a hit with Danny, I want to say a couple weeks ago, and, and, and it wasn't. I'm not going to say that I'm going to pat myself on the back and say, "Oh yeah, I told you to take Chris Paul." No, what I said was, if you like the Suns, uh-huh. take Chris Paul. I think that the most value that was out there was in Chris Paul. You know, at, at one point it was you know nine to one, then it kept dwindling down, and I and I just kept har- harping the same exact thing and what you just brought up, Chris Paul. The entire time deserved to be shorter odds than Devin Booker because you have to remember this is a voted on award. Yes. It is a narrative driven award. Think back to 2015. Andre Iguodala, fine series. Mm-hmm. The narrative of him stopping LeBron, who, by the way, averaged a triple double in that series, <laughs> the narrative of him stopping LeBron got him the MVP. Statistically, Steph Curry should have won that award. Mm-hmm. But Andre Iguodala got it. I mean, it is a it is a what we drive home. So if their odds or stats are comparable, now look, if Devin Booker goes off for thirty seven a game, he's going to get the award. I think you could have made an argument last year. I would disagree, but people said you could have made an argument. AD should have got the award. He was never going to win the award. Yeah, no, he's never going to win. Nope. LeBron was going to win the MVP regardless. So Chris Paul is going to put up great numbers. He's going to have very few turnovers, and if the Suns win. I just find it hard to believe that Chris Paul won't be the MVP. Yep. And what he did in that closeout game six is now the reason why he's plus 175 in the favorite. But, Scott, he should have been the favorite he over Devin Booker the entire time. Well, the impact he's had on this team, it's, it's unbelievable. And he doesn't need to have the numbers that Booker can put up to win this award. You're right. If Booker, 40-something points, he has a 50-point night, whatever, sure. they're going to give him the award. But all Chris Paul has to do, rack up the double-digit assists, which he will. If he has one game where he has, like, that 26-point performance, he 26-12-6, okay, closes in very close to a triple-double. He's getting this award. I mean, think about what he just did <laughs> in Game 6. He just had 41 points. Well, yeah, but that's unlike, I, that's I, not I, what he usually does. True, but he had, 30, he had <laughs> yeah. 37 in the closeout game in, in, uh, in, in Round 2. So, yeah, he has those capabilities. So, yeah, I, I think if you like Phoenix, like both you and I like mm-hmm. Phoenix, I think Chris Paul is worthy of a bet. And I'm kicking myself because this, these were readily available, and I, I didn't <laughs> grab it at, at juicier odds. You know, it's funny because once... 
it, I just, and I know a lot of our listeners have heard this story, but once, when, when we were sitting here watching the Lakers play the Warriors in the play-in game, the 7-8 game, yep. I was ready to fire as soon as that game went final if the Warriors won on the, on the Suns to win the West. Because I just knew that matchup in the first round was going to be a, a tough one for, for the Suns. And it was. They were down two games to one. They were, you know, the Lakers were minus 900 favorites yep. after game yeah. three. It looked like it was done. And then AD gets hurt and, and they're able to emerge out of that series. And here they are in the NBA Finals. But I hated that matchup in the first round. And if they had avoided, the, if they had played the Warriors, I was ready to fire on them and the win the Western mm-hmm. Conference. And then as the playoffs went on, I ended up playing a Phoenix, or excuse me, a Brooklyn over Phoenix Exacta. Okay, wow. And then... And well, then the injury uh, does. And then Kyrie yeah. gets hurt. But hey, that's uh, that's the beauty of gambling. Well, Scott. you and I talked about it when we were watching when, when I was here hosting the show last month with you, and we were watching the Lakers and the and and the Suns. We yep. said the winner of this series is going to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Whoever wins this series will represent the Western Conference because we looked at the rest of of how the series would play out. And we just like the matchups. I, and I think the Suns, regardless of the injuries, yes, if Kawhi's healthy, we it's probably a different series. Yeah. But I still love the matchup of the Suns over anybody that they were going to play beyond the Lakers. They got past the Lakers, and then they got past everybody else. And they will continue to move past as they beat the Milwaukee Bucks and win the NBA Finals. And Chris Paul cashes that plus one seventy five ticket for me to win the MVP. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's take these uh, let's let's look at these odds yet again. And there's so many different ways to to look at this series. So. If you like the Bucks to win this series, who is the best play for MVP? I'm almost surprised a little bit, Scott. Now, I guess you could look at it this way. If if the Bucks lose game one, Giannis comes back game two, and they win this series in seven, then you're looking at Giannis probably to win MVP. Um, I think these these odds will obviously change after game one. And if we believe that the Suns will take care of business in Game 1, and we mm-hmm. believe that Giannis won't play Game 1, yep. do not play Giannis right now. Now, if you think Giannis comes back Game 2 and that turns things around, I would say wait. And maybe Giannis gives him that oomph uh, that you need. So I would hold off on, on betting any bucks. To I just don't see there being a ton of value there in betting a buck right now. Because if they do lose Game 1, then you're going to get a, a a readjusted series price where mm-hmm. you can bet that. So I would hold off on betting any buck to win MVP right now. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but I might consider taking the bucks in the exact series line. Like bucks to win four games to one, bucks to win four games to two, or four mm-hmm. games to three. Because if you expect Giannis to miss the game, you expect the Suns to win game one, look at the odds you're getting on the, the Bucks to win this series in either five, six, or seven games. We got a lot to get to when it comes to the NBA Finals. Also, Trevor Lawrence, no surprise, but just gives us a reason to talk some football, has signed his deal in Jacksonville. We'll discuss some Offensive Rookie of the Year. Get you updated on Game 4 of the Stanley Cup Final. And already, the bet that I've placed tonight looks like a terrible bet. We'll discuss that next right here on the Nightcap. (laughs) At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. against my own team i'm like i'm bummed out trey turner leads off with a home run against the san diego padres <laughs> and i'm bummed out still early it's very early still early. john lester just threw his first pitch so i'm all right yeah. so uh nats and padres i bet uh, i bet against my team after getting swept by the los angeles dodgers they're all sorts of banged up yes a little bit healthier with uh, trey turner back in the lineup but uh, Trey Turner did lead off the game with a homer off of Joe Musgrove. So if you played a yes first inning run, well, you got yourself an early cash there. So one nothing Nats leading bottom of the first against the San Diego Padres. I want to get back to baseball here in just a moment, but let's get folks updated on the Stanley Cup final. Still 1-1, uh, 12 and change to go in the third period here, uh, Scott. So uh, an opportunity, uh, looks like the Lightning were, were in the offensive zone and now uh, this thing uh, pushing back. So 1-1 is where we stand, Lightning and Canadiens. And both uh, Scott and I went in uh, after two periods. The Lightning tied it up. 
We said, let's let's take the Habs here. Let's get that, as you said, gentlemen's sweep down yes. in Tampa Bay. Let's uh, let's allow the mayor of Tampa to get her wish in Tampa mm-hmm. to win it on Wednesday night. Yeah, I really liked Montreal before this game started at plus 133 because uh, for that exact reason, I thought that they would stave off elimination here on home ice, force the series back to Tampa where the Lightning would win the series. And that's why I actually liked a prop bet, uh, Lightning to win four games to one, Lightning mm. to win five. You get good plus money odds on that, and that that's a fun bet, thinking that you know instead of getting the plus 133, you can go for plus 260 and take the Lightning to win uh, four games to one. Uh, but I really do think that Montreal can pull this thing off. I know it's tied here in the third period, uh, but they're going to play with a different intensity level than Tampa. There's something to be said about a team that's trying to stave off elimination versus a team that's trying to close you out. Tampa's playing with that cushion, knowing that they're up 3-0, knowing that history's on their side. They're not going to lose this series. So it's okay if they lose. They're just going back home, and they're going to win it anyway. Montreal, though, is really trying to put one together. They were, let's face it, not expected to be here. No. Because of the season season that they had. But, man, uh, as the Canadians have just scored to go up 2-1, and the crowd at the Bell Center is electric right now uh, as we speak. But yeah, this team is playing for a city. They're playing for pride. They've had an incredible run here in the postseason thanks to a hot goaltender and Carey Price uh, and con- contributions from everybody. Cole Caulfield, the rookie. I mean, Wisconsin, I, I, watched, yeah. I remember watching this kid in the World Juniors, uh, how good he was. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's just been tremendous for them. But yeah, Montreal playing with a different fire tonight. And that's why I do believe that they will come away with the victory. Now up 2-1 here in the third period. All right, Canadians. Good job. Good job here. Let's... Uh... habitants. And, you know, I always think of things selfishly for, for my show, for this show, I should say. And if the Canadians win, we get another game on Wednesday. Yeah, it's fun. So, come on. Come on, <laughs> Canadians. Get it done. We get more content. You know, it's funny because we would have got, this is how selfish I am, Scott. I, I am so selfish. So, I'm going on vacation starting uh, next weekend. So, Jeff Barles and Greg Peterson, Hoops, are going to do a great job filling in next week and for the next two weeks. Uh but I was like, man, I'm going to miss the NBA Finals. But because the series ended over the weekend, I get two NBA Finals games. There so you go. I'm all, I'm all about selfishness. You know, <laughs> that, that, that's just me. I just want good content. So uh, uh, that's where we stand right now. So, yes, pulling for a game uh, five, w- which means, unfortunately, my guy Jeff Parles will not win his bet because he came on here like the dude in, uh, in Phoenix and said, uh, lightning in four. Uh, I'm hoping lightning in five. I love you, Jeff, but uh, I need more content, and I also want to win my bet here. So uh, that's where we stand. It looks like Alexander Romanov mm-hmm. scoring uh, to make it 2-1, to one, 8.48 into the third period assist from Jake Evans. 2-1 to one right now as we almost hit the midway part of the third period up in uh, in Montreal at the Bell Center, game four of the Stanley Cup. Uh, let's get your uh, folks updated on your bet. So you've got a little parlay that you tweeted out. Yes, uh, talked about it earlier on Rush Hour, tweeted it out at Scott's on air. Red Sox and the over here against the Angels. Uh, I did like the Red Sox and the over in the first five, uh, but I did go with the parlay of the full game score at 10. Red Sox put two runners on in the first inning, failed to score. They did put more runners on in the second inning and did score two runs. So 2 nothing Red Sox right now, bottom of the second inning in Anaheim. Uh, we'll see if Perez can give up some runs like I expect him to, <laughs> and then the Red Sox will come away victorious. All right, so uh, the two bets were, actually a couple bets were sweating out. I, this always happens. 
didn't think I was going to have anything tonight. Then I go in-game on Montreal. I end up taking the Padres on the run line. You've got Boston and An Anaheim. So we got a whole lot going on tonight. Also, Trevor Lawrence, surprise, surprise, has signed his deal down in Jacksonville. Will he win Offensive Rookie of the Year? We'll discuss that next right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VSIN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. You can catch replays of all our shows, including Follow the Money, A Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and the Lombardi Line, the Feed, VSIN Best Bets. Also, download Beating the Book podcast with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum, and we've got Hardwood Handicappers with JVT, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter racing pod they're all free and available now beeson.com backslash podcast or wherever you get your podcast it took one commercial break scott for us to remove the smile from our face because tampa bay is just so damn good yeah. man my goodness we're sitting here watching the game during the break we're sitting fat and happy we're thinking all right here we go canadians get a force game five we're gonna have more content to talk about. Maybe we'll get a great guest on tomorrow to preview Game 5, which we still could. But Pat Maroon on a tic-tac-toe, just thing of beauty from the Lightning, 13:48 into the third period. And just like that, 
we've got ourselves a 2-2 game. They're so good. You're they're right. So uh, good. Look, they're, they're the best team coming in. Uh, the defending Stanley Cup champs and their favorite to win this year for a reason. They are just top to bottom, you know, three, four lines deep. Really, really good. Great goaltending, great scoring. Uh, there's no shortage of weapons. And uh, there's a reason why Montreal was a dog here in this game. We still like them to pull this out, and they still could. There's still plenty of time, but it, it was just like that. You know, Tampa comes back and ties this game. So the news today, not surprising, but uh, it is official that Trevor Lawrence has signed his rookie deal with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Four-year, $36.8 million contract, 24.1 guaranteed standard fifth-year option. I mean, nowadays it's just all formality. Everything's slotted, Scott. Yeah, well, the biggest thing was the offset language, which he fought for and he won. Right. So if... For some reason, Jacksonville cuts him in a couple of years. He could sign up somewhere else and double dip and and still get the guaranteed money from Jacksonville as well. That's really the only holdup here because you're right. All the other numbers were slotted in. The only holdup here was whether or not he got the offset language or not. So anytime, as as we joked last week when we saw a picture of Matt Rule at Disney World and uh, (laughs) he had the the Matt Mickey Mouse shirt on, anything that we see in this offseason – Gives you a reason to talk NFL. And next hour, we'll talk Jaguars. We'll talk uh, AFC South. But right now, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I've already got a couple bets placed. One that I'm kicking myself that I didn't place earlier. But I've got a couple uh, already uh, plugged in, ready to go. But Trevor Lawrence is the betting favorite. No surprise. Number one overall pick. Day one starter. He is 3-1. to one. And, you know, what's interesting is if you like Trevor Lawrence, it's probably the best odds you'll get for quite some time on a number one overall quarterback because mm-hmm. of how many skill position players went early on in this draft, right? Number one, Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Zach Wilson. Number three, Trey Lance. Number four, Kyle Pitts. Number five, Jalen Waddell. Number six, uh, as we kept going down, number six. No, sorry. Um, I beg your pardon. It was Jamar Chase, five. Jalen Waddle went six. So you just had so many skill position players going. Then you had a, a first-round running back. Uh, Justin Fields also going in the first round. Mac Jones going in the first round. It was a plethora of household names going in the first round. That's why you see Trevor Lawrence at 3-1, to one, which is actually decent odds for the number one overall pick. So I've got a, a couple uh, bets already placed at different odds than what you saw there. Uh, the first one that I made was was more of just, I saw the number and said, I got to play it at that price. It was Trey Sermon at 100 to 1. Uh, <laughs> that's now long gone, 25 to 1 at DraftKings. I yep. think you could find 33 or 40 to 1 in some other spots. So that one intrigued me just because you go into Kyle Shanahan's system, um, you know, from the D.C. area, uh, I just remember 2012. Now, 2012, the quarterback won Rookie of the Year, but Alfred Morris was a beast, and he was a six-round pick. Trey Sermon, what, was a third-round pick out of Ohio State? He could be a plug-and-play starter in San Francisco. So at 100-1, to 1, I was intrigued. I've got Kyle Pitts at 16, and I've got Jamar Chase at 16. Both uh, players, I think, will have monster years. Um, and, you know, Jamar Chase with the familiarity uh, with, with Joe Burrow, and then Kyle Pitts just being a mismatch nightmare. But what about Trevor Lawrence, Scott? Any intrigue at 3-1 to one for you to play the number one overall pick a guy that has been projected to be the number one overall pick since he walked, uh, put a foot on the campus <laughs> down in Clemson. So at three to one, is that long enough odds for you to play Trevor Lawrence? No, I don't like it. 
Uh, I would have liked it to be longer. Yeah. Um, I just think rookie quarterbacks are going to have an adjustment period in the NFL. Certainly there are exceptions to the rule, but for every you know Andrew Luck that comes into the league and is already a, a seasoned vet, you know, there are guys that struggle through the first couple of weeks of the season, and I think there's going to be some sort of an adjustment period. There's going to be an adjustment for Urban Meyer to, to, to this game, to this schedule, to this, uh, to this team. There's going to be an adjustment, certainly, for Trey Lawrence and uh, Trevor Lawrence, and mm-hmm. I think you're better off, in my opinion. I know the quarterbacks, they're, it's, it's a sexy position, and they get all the recognition. But I think you're better off going with someone like a Najee Harris, who is going to get a ton of usage in a Pittsburgh Steeler offense. He's with get a crushed. Yeah, with that a solid. That line is awful. Yeah, but you know what? They're a solid enough team that likes to run the ball first, even though you know, Ben does his thing. Uh, I think that he's going to get a ton of usage, and if he puts together a nice season where he's scoring, you know, into the double-digit touchdowns and. You're going to get Najee Harris. Uh, that plus 500 is going to look really good uh, halfway through the season. Yeah, Javante Williams is another guy that intrigued me. I just early don't on. like Denver. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if unless you, they get Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, Denver. I mean, they got they got a ton of talent. They just have a terrible quarterback situation. So I, I don't trust Teddy Bridgewater. I don't trust Drew Locke. But yeah, I mean, they, everyone's waiting on whether or not they will they will get someone there. Um, but yeah. I would say this for Trevor Lawrence. I think I agree with your assessment that it's a wait, waiting period. Go back two years ago, and this is someone that still sticks in my side a little bit, but I was able to get off of it because I had Josh Jacobs, who was a runaway to win, yeah. misses the last three games due to injury, and Kyler Murray finishes strong. Kyler Murray, if memory serves me correct, was either even money or odds on mm. preseason. I mean, think about that. And I think I got Josh Jacobs around 8 or 10 to 1, but as the year went on, you could have got Kyler Murray like, plus 450, sure. plus 500. So there's a possibility for Trevor Lawrence, even though he's Trevor Lawrence and you're taking a gamble in this, but if he does start off a little bit slow and one of those skill position players, Jamar Chase or Najee Harris, has a great start, maybe those odds drift a little bit south, and then you're able to get Trevor Lawrence, and then when he starts to click and get things rolling, yeah. Scott, then you could get him at a, maybe a little bit of a better price. Two to two, looks like overtime could be coming north of the border. We'll focus on the NBA Finals next with a former NBA player and a gentleman who hosted radio shows with this guy, Scott (laughs) Seidenberg, Ryan Hollins. He will join us next right here on the Nightcap. Indeed delivers great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all job sites combined. That's according to Talent Nest. More at Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN, and we got to stop going to commercial break, Scott, because every time we go to commercial break, something <laughs> bad happens for the Canadians. Last commercial break, it was a... Uh, it was a two-on-one goal by Pat Maroon to tie the game. And now this most recent commercial break with about a minute and change to go, Shea Weber, just off of the uh, face-off, stick goes high, draws blood. That means a four-minute power play for Tampa Bay. So 12 seconds to go in the third period, but still three minutes on the power play for one of the best power plays in the entire NHL. 
Uh, so all you have to do is fight it off for, you know, three more minutes. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, though. If they do fight it off for three <laughs> minutes, they're going to have uh, a heck of a momentum and probably some, you know, some fresh legs on the offensive side because a lot of these offensive players will not be on the ice here for the penalty kill. But it's it's a tall order right now going up against this Lightning team uh, here down, you know. And they will go to, uh, looks like they will, they are headed to overtime. So overtime, if you bet the uh, yes overtime prop, which... Uh, I do believe the Lightning, in all of their wins this postseason, in a, in a postseason, Scott, that has been littered with overtimes, yeah. uh, I don't think they've gone to overtime. At least they haven't. They've they lost in overtime in the Carolina, in the in Carolina, Florida, and against the Islanders. They have not won a game this year in overtime. So 0-3, working on our side. Here we go, Montreal. Yeah. Uh, don't feel great. Uh, don't feel great. It's going to be a three-plus minute power play. Mm-hmm for Tampa Bay to start overtime uh, in uh, in 20 minutes or so. So 2-2, two to two, <laughs> they are headed to overtime where a uh, the Lord Stanley Cup, it's in the building up at the, at the, at the Bell Center. So there you go. Well, uh, speaking of bad things that happen during commercial break, uh, you know, I'm sitting yeah, here I'm, watching my Red Sox, <laughs> and, and I have the over 10, and it's 2-1 to one in the bottom of the second inning. So I'm feeling pretty good about this. The Angels have two runners on with two outs when <laughs> when Fletcher hits a – oh, no, who hit it? Let's see. It was bottom of the second inning. Um, I guess it was Ren Gifo who uh, – it was a home run that Kike Hernandez stole – at the top of the wall, reaching over, Kike Hernandez robs a three-run home run instead of it being 4-2 to two and inching that much closer to the over 10. We're still sitting here at 2-1. to one. But it's very early. It's still the third inning. Well, and uh, as we, we talk about all our bets, so for me and Scott, we both went in after the, first, uh, after the second period on the Canadiens plus 125. Felt great. We go to commercial break, tie game, still 2-2. Two, two. Heading to overtime, we go to commercial break, and a four-minute minor called on Shea Weber for a high stick that draws blood. So now <laughs> overtime starts with Tampa Bay, one of the best uh, power play units, on uh, on a five-on-four opportunity. And then for me, now I, this is still early, but I, I bet against my team, yep. bet against the Nats, um, which, once again, I know what's coming, a one-run loss from the Nats. So I bet the, uh, bet the Padres <laughs> on the run line. Uh, laid the minus 128 here at Circa. The Nats loaded the bases against John Lester, and Trent Grisham is the gift that keeps on giving to the Nats. Remember, he was the guy in right field who booted the ball in the wild card game when he was a Brewer. Now he's a Padre. He comes up with the bases loaded, and he grounds out the first base. Mm. John Lester, 28 pitches in the first inning, and this is a Nats bullpen that is pretty depleted, so... Uh, you're getting to Lester early, so we'll see with this uh, with this lineup. But one nothing, the Nationals do lead the Padres. Trey Turner led the game off with a uh, with a solo home run, and that's where we stand uh, right now, out in San Diego. Two to one, Red Sox and Angels right now, um, and in that one, and, and overtime coming here when it comes to Tampa Bay and Montreal. So uh, let's head to the phones and uh, bring in uh, someone that Scott knows uh, quite well. Was a former. Uh, co-host of his uh, not too long ago. We bring in a former NBA player and uh, NBA analyst now, Ryan Hollins, at the Ryan Hollins on Twitter. And Ryan, when you look at this matchup with Bucks and uh, and Suns, and, and I think we're all leaning towards Giannis not being able to play, 
what kind of uh, what type of things can the Suns take advantage of tomorrow night? Assuming the you know a two-time MVP is not out there, how much can they uh, try to uh, take advantage of the the loss of Giannis? Well, you got to load up on Chris Middleton, and you can't allow the Bucks defense to create their offense. They're not great in the half court. Um, they love to get downhill, so you're going to have to guard the one-to-one dribble penetration. But one thing the Bucks want to do is get out in transition, and you got to be efficient on offense. You can't let the ball stick because they've got size and length. And if Milwaukee loads up even without Giannis, they can be a headache defensively. So you don't want to get into a, a physical match. You know, Phoenix has to move and run. And, uh, and make the Bucks really have to shift defensively, and that's going to be their, their biggest weapon. But the, the Bucks are going to struggle to score with or without Giannis. That's not really their MO. You know, Ryan, I, I look at this matchup, and I think that, you know, obviously the Suns have the advantage in the backcourt. I just love uh, the way that this rotation is built, you know, obviously with the two guys with Booker and, and with Paul in the backcourt. But the three and D guys, to me, make the biggest impact. That's Jay Crowder and Michael Bridges. Uh, how much do they have to contribute for the Suns to pull ahead in this series early, starting with game one here on Tuesday? Really, it's their defensive impact. You know, those guys are, are doing the little things. You know, the extra effort, uh, diving on the floor. Defensively, they've been excellent. And, you know, they're going to uh, assign likely Jay Crowder the biggest task regarding Chris Middleton, as I mentioned earlier. You know, Chris has been absolutely spectacular for the Bucks when needed. He's been their, you know, their best player uh, in, in these closeout games. So, you know, if you can kind of shut off Chris Middleton's water and Drew Holiday, you know, you got a strong chance at, at winning this series. And, you know, they got a lineup where they can go out and switch pick and rolls, you know, because of the way that DeAndre Aiden moves his feet. So uh, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see how this is going to play out. But, you know, for the Suns, just if their defense is sound, I think they're much better uh, in the half court. And that could really be a factor. But those guys are a big part of it. You know, you don't run any plays for Mikel Bridges or – uh, or Jay Crowder, but those guys are extremely effective. We're talking once again to Ryan Hollins at the Ryan Hollins on Twitter. Does a fine job uh, all over the place uh, covering NBA. Uh, and Ryan, when you look at Brooke Lopez uh, at the end of the closeout games against Atlanta, I thought he really uh, played exceptional. Obviously, Game Five he was tremendous, scoring 33 points. DeAndre Ayton has stepped up his game big time in this postseason, and he would have had quite the challenging task right out of the gates if it were Giannis. But even Brooke Lopez, how do you see that matchup playing out with Brooke Lopez? The savviness that you know, the the kind of old man game that he has down there. He could spread you out. He could shoot some threes too. Uh, how do you look at Brooke Lopez against Ayton uh, playing out? Well, Brooke Lopez is going to you know take what the defense gives him, but. He's a guy who can actually, you know, catch the ball in the post and, and make a move. He's incredibly skilled and nimble for his size. But, you know, he could be definitely an X factor in this game because DeAndre Ayton is looking like a young David Robinson <laughs> on, the defense, on the defense end of the floor. So, you know, ultimately, uh, if Lopez can get some buckets or match his productivity, you know, that would be huge. You know, no, a lot of people aren't necessarily talking about DeAndre Ayton, man. And he's been a double-double guy and a defensive anchor. He's the reason that the Suns have been really, really good defensively and sound. You know, he's covering ground. He switches pick and rolls. He sprints the floor. You know, he's doing 
pass of him from Monty Williams, who in my mind should have been the coach of the year. Yes. And we're seeing it now. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Ryan, if the Suns win this series, which I expect them to, Chris Paul locked to be the MVP? Uh, it could be Chris Paul or Devin Booker. You know, it just depends how those the productivity goes and how the game swings. You know, Chris Paul is the guys we saw in that last closeout game. He still got big play potential. You know, he could go off, but you know, it's between here here Booker and you know. I guess we'll put it as simple as you know, whoever scores the most points. You know, who shows up in more of the games. But you could go either way. Uh, with those two guys. But the storylines, Ryan, we want Chris Paul to win the, come on, we want the storylines here. Future Hall of Famer, first NBA Finals, he deserves it. No, no, we, we can't we can't question that. We, even if Devin Booker gets it, he may try to hand it over to Chris Paul. You know, you know, you know he's, they, have, they have nothing but the utmost, utmost respect for Chris, and he's a guy that I played with. So um, I, I'm intrigued to see it, you know. To be honest, Chris Paul has a fresh legs in this series. You know, they, they've been sweeping the competition. He had two days rest with COVID. It looked like it didn't bother him too bad. And, you know, he's got fresh legs at the right time where the rest of the league literally is injured. And this could be a, one of the most fortunate NBA Finals runs that we've ever seen, you know, r- really coming from the Phoenix Suns. Ryan, before we let you run, we got about a minute. You're seven foot. Giannis is seven foot. You get a knee injury. Uh, how effective if we, you know, we're all playing amateur doctor here. If Giannis comes back, how effective can he really be? Well, I, I, well, his effect uh, is obviously his leadership on the floor. That's going to be a, a huge moral boost. Uh, but I, I'm just scared. You know, Giannis isn't a guy like, this isn't like Kevin Durant. Well, hey, you're a little hobbled. You know, go stand in the corner and shoot some threes. You know, give us what you can. So I, I'm, I'm concerned. But the one thing he could probably do is roll to the rim and, you know, kind of finish well. Those won't be dunks, but if he uses his touch, he can be extremely effective. But, you know, Giannis has such a bright future, man. This is a guy that could be the face of the league when LeBron James, you know, stops playing at, at, a, at a really high level and Kevin Durant, you know, tails off a little bit. So uh, I think that even though – even though this is a chance of a lifetime, I think the concerns are for uh, the safety of Giannis before all. Your five-second prediction, Ryan. Who wins how many games? Uh, Suns and six. There it is. Ryan there Hollins. It is. Appreciate it, Ryan. Great <laughs> stuff, man. All right, guys. There he is. Former NBA player, analyst, uh, does it all. Used to do shows with this yeah. gentleman right here. Ten-year NBA guy. Scott Seidenberg. And uh, we got a lot to get to. We got overtime about to start. My bet just looks worse and worse by the second. But Patrick Everson will cheer us up. He'll join us in studio next right here on the Nightcap. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.